This podcast is now brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And it's everything you need to make a podcast great in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast. This is episode 18. This podcast is sponsored by Generation You Can, the smarter energy nutrition that's powered by Superstarch, a slow-release complex carbohydrate that uniquely delivers steady, long-lasting energy to keep you fueled and feeling good. Visit generationyoucan.com.au and use the code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER for 15% off your first purchase. That's generationyoucan.com.au and use the code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER. Generation You Can, the best choice for steady energy. This podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier. My name is Andrew Lorenzo, and I have committed myself to pushing my body and mind to their limits in my attempt to run a two-hour and 40-minute marathon by the year 2020. Over the course of my journey starting in 2018, I've discovered many things about the human spirit that I want to share with all of you. It's my hope that I'll help you reach your true potential and inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. With the help of an amazing community of listeners and speakers, we can all push ourselves harder than we ever have in hopes of breaking the barrier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where I hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. My name is Andrew Lorenzo. Thank you so much for listening. I just want to remind everybody that for all things Breaking the Barrier, you can check out the website, breakingthebarrierrunning.com, and you're going to find show notes, articles on relevant material. You'll also see links to the social media sites like Instagram and Facebook. You'll also see a request to join link for the Facebook community group. Of course, the Facebook community group is an area where you can talk to other members of the Breaking the Barrier community, share a little bit about the journey that you're on, whether it be fitness, career, or personal, or anything else. You can talk about some of your accomplishments. You can even ask questions about bumps in the road that you hit. So it's a really great community. We're up at about 160 or so members at the moment, so I'm really looking to grow that because I just I want to hear as many people's stories as I can. Also just want to remind you to make sure, speaking of stories, to send your reasons why you're on the journeys that you're on so that I can incorporate that into the special episode Canberra Marathon recap. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So that's coming out in April. So there's still plenty of time. I'm hoping to get everybody's answers by I'd say the start of April, maybe this even the first end of the first week in April, something like that. I've already gotten a lot of feedback and a lot of great, great reasons why and some awesome stories. So today I'm going to be interviewing Henry Howard. He's an amazing guy. I met him through the Marathon Training Academy, which is, of course, a podcast that I follow and a community that I'm part of. 
they're an amazing bunch of people. And Henry and I met because he was actually doing an article on my journey, my breaking the barrier journey. And through that, of course, I started talking to him. And he's just got a lot of awesome stuff to say. He's somebody who got into running a little bit later in life, but has achieved a lot. So we'll be talking to him and getting some amazing stories from him and a little bit of knowledge about his journey and and how he overcomes some of his obstacles. But before that, I want to, of course, as always, give a shout out to some of the amazing members that we have in the Breaking the Barrier community and how they are going above and beyond. So we've got, firstly, we've got Lou, my dad, Lou. He's actually on a journey himself to get a little bit more healthy. So he reached out to me. I mean, you know, him and I talk regularly. He is my dad after all. But speaking about his journey, he reached out and he said, I lost 10 pounds in 10 days with little or no sugar and I'm feeling great. I feel better than ever. Awesome, dad. That's amazing. To me, that's really cool because my dad's always been one of those guys who he's not ever been sort of you know, really unhealthy or anything. But, you know, like a lot of us, he enjoys food and he enjoys, you know, relaxing a little bit. And he was never anybody who really worried about necessarily his diet and fitness. I mean, he keeps in shape because he works really hard. He he works daily. He gets up at like four o'clock in the morning. He he works at a job that he's he's hands-on a lot. He owns he owns a gas station, a petrol station, and he's really hands-on. So he he moves a lot. He probably takes like 20,000 steps a day or something, but he never specifically worked on his, you know, nutrition and fitness, but he's been dialing it down. And to me, it's really amazing to see somebody like that, you know, later in life, getting healthy and, and reaping the benefits of it. So congratulations, dad. I think that that's really awesome. I can't wait to see how far you go and, and, and I can't wait to see you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Chris wrote in the Facebook community group, Yesterday was one of those days where I woke up with my legs sore and not in the best headspace. I figured I needed a rest day. But as I was making the first coffee of the day, my training schedule caught my eye. I really, really wanted to have a day off. But as the day went on, the stiffness in the leg dissipated, and when I finally hit the track... One of the best runs in weeks. Not fast and not pretty, but it felt really, really good. Moral of the story? If in doubt, leave it for a few hours, and it generally comes right. Keep calm and run. That's awesome, Chris. I'm so happy to hear that. There are so many times where I know a lot of us will wake up and say, "Not, I just, I'm not feeling it today. And... Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Sometimes it's good to just have a day off. But sometimes you find it within yourself to actually keep going and and you break through a barrier that you might have otherwise not have broken through. No, maybe it wasn't your fastest run. Maybe it wasn't the best run. But it might have felt really good. And it doesn't have to be fast. It doesn't have to be pretty. But knowing that you got out there and you did that. I always say that if you're not feeling a workout, but you're scheduled to do it, give yourself 10 minutes into the workout. If you're not feeling it after 10, 15 minutes, okay, just stop. But generally, if you take those first 10 minutes, you'll get into it and you'll complete it and you'll feel great about it. 
I also want to give a shout out to Bodie. Now, Bodie had a shout out last week, but I got it wrong. For some reason, I had it in my head that he ran a 355 kilometer, but I was mistaken. I happened to be looking back at Bodie's Instagram the other day, you know, because he had obviously tagged Breaking the Barrier, and he actually ran a 335 kilometer, which is crazy fast. I mean, my goal marathon for that 240 marathon is a 345 kilometer, so he ran a 335 kilometer, which translates to about like a 545 mile or something like that. So he ran, he was running at a sub six mile pace. So that's really awesome. So Bodie, my apologies for getting it wrong last week and congratulations on that amazing, amazing kilometer pace. So now I'd like to get into the conversation that I had with Henry Howard. So Henry is a great example of a success story. He's come from a place where he never really felt the desire to run. He went through high school and college not really realizing his full potential. In 2011, he decided that he would take up running. It wasn't pretty, and it was a, it was a run that many of us can relate to. It was forced, struggled, and challenging, but he knew he wanted to continue to make himself better. And within six months, he was running his first half marathon. Now, eight years later, he has many achievements under his belt. He's qualified for the Boston Marathon, which is no easy feat. He's run ultra marathons, and he's even placed on the podium in his age group multiple times. So it wasn't an easy road as he's dealt with injuries and setbacks, but he always pushed forward. Now, I had a really great time interviewing Henry. There were a couple moments where in the Skype call, the connection kind of went haywire because, you know, we were speaking at opposite ends of the earth. So I think we did pretty well. And for whatever reason, my mic was playing up. So it's going to be one of the first times where I think the quality of Henry's voice is actually better than mine. But that's okay because basically he's the important one. What he is saying is what I want you to pay attention to. So I really hope that you enjoy my conversation with Henry Howard. So I'm here with Henry Howard, who has agreed to spend his, I think, Wednesday night with me for a little bit. Of course, it's Thursday here. So thanks, Henry, for being with me. Real pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries. So basically, I'd like to start out. Obviously, you and I met through the... You can do. So for me, for example, those of you, again, I know I sound like a broken record, but those of you who have been listening to the podcast, you know that this year has been a struggle for me in terms of injury. I'm, I'm out of it now. I'm, I'm back on top. But this year has been a struggle. And I, I couldn't reach many of my goals I couldn't I couldn't reach them and unfortunately that affects my future goals but I had to roll with that you know the the Melbourne Marathon was something that could have beaten me this year I mean it was my third marathon and I was stopped dead in my tracks less than halfway through because of my knee and that could have stopped me completely I could have DNF'd I could have quit but I kept going because do you know what that's my mentality is I, if I can finish, I will finish. I know that there are points in a race where you DNF where you can't finish. I mean, there are extreme cases, but for me, I was still on my feet and I could do it. 
And I had to make decisions after that. And my journey had to change. My journey couldn't be about long distance running as much as I wanted it to be. It will now start to be again as I as I build up my strength in my knee and uh, efficiency in my running. But my journey changed. And what did I do with that? I found the Spartan race. I found the Spartan races that sort of took me from where I thought I was going to go to a completely different place. Like when I started this thing, it was all about that 240 marathon, 240 marathon, 240 marathon. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. But sometimes that changes. You know, that's still on the cards, but I've had to take a detour because that 240 isn't going to happen in 2020. We're in 2020. It's not going to happen, you know, but it will happen. Uh, I, I, I firmly believe that it will happen. But in the meantime, I've found this awesome thing, this awesome race called the Spartan Race, the OCR, the Obstacle Course Race. And it's taken me to a completely new level with my fitness. And it's not just the race day. It's like prepping for this thing. It, it, it gives me this whole new feeling of euphoria when I'm at the gym and this new lease on life. And it's just it just pushes me forward. And now I have this opportunity to actually work with the Spartan Race to promote one of their newest events which I'm not going to get into yet. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but I did have a conversation with Jared Cogswell yesterday which I'm going to be releasing next week and you're going to hear a little bit more about what that is, but I would have never found that partnership with the Spartan had I not gotten injured because the Spartan was never something that really excited me, but now that I found it, huh, I've already signed up for like five Spartans this year, and I'm excited to do them. I'm doing my first age group in, in February, and and we're just going to go for it. So be okay if the journey changes. It's, it's, it's not the end of the world, and you're going to find a light at the end of that tunnel because as cliche as this is, things happen for a reason. Spanners get thrown into the works, and you can either cry about it, or you can figure out a way to push forward. So if the journey changes, it's okay. The fourth thing that I've learned that I, I need to do, that well, that I do now, and that I, I can't stress enough the importance of, is setting constant goals. And that kind of goes hand in hand with the journey changes. Because as you go, you're gonna you're gonna get to these points where you've reached what you've wanted to do, and you can either get there and demotivate yourself because you don't know what's going on or you don't know what's going to come next or you can already have that next so the the point is and and i was talking to jared about this last week actually um when we were speaking about the spartan stuff is that we we as human beings we need to have those constant goals we can't you know and i think zach touched on this a little bit in his last episode as well we can't just say i want to well okay look okay let me back up if it is your first goal, if it's like a first-time fitness goal, have one goal. Don't go too crazy with too many goals. I'll say that, right? But, you know, if you're a little bit more seasoned, you've got to have things on the table that motivate you. You know, if you think that you're somebody who's going to lose your motivation, don't just sign up for one race. Don't just sign up for one event. Sign up for multiple events so that you have those milestones throughout the year that can keep you going, keep you excited. Even if it's like the same distance, over and over again, like, all right, I'm going to sign up for a 10K and I'm going to see what my time is. I'll sign up for another 10K a couple months later, another 10K a couple months after that. And then all of a sudden you've got this 
starting point, and now throughout the year you're going to try to you're going to try to uh, go above and beyond that. So you have these goals that you can continuously look forward to, and that keep you motivated on your journey, rather than just having one thing that you get to, and all of a sudden you don't know where to go next. So you've got to set those goals because it'll keep you motivated, it'll keep you going, and it'll keep you moving. So set constant goals. Don't set the goals, again, Zach touched on this last time, don't set goals that are so big that you're going to, you know, miss them and 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 lose your motivation that way. Set realistic goals. Now, there is a fine line. There's a fine line between setting a realistic goal and setting a goal that's too easy. Don't set something that's too easy either, right? Because if you can run a 25-minute 5K already, don't be setting your goal to, to run a sub-30 minute 5k because you can already do it i mean unless you're if you're content with that and you think that that's going to be enough to keep you going that's fine but if you want to improve don't be setting goals that you know you can do set goals that scare you a little bit not so much that they're impossible but set goals that scare you a little bit set goals that challenge you a little bit and keep them going throughout the year and whatever you make great if you don't make them well that is something that you look at in the future. Okay, well, I missed this goal by a minute and a half. What am I going to do before the next race to ensure that I don't miss this goal again? So for me, for example, with the 240 marathon, I'm missing that goal because of injury. So I got to figure out what it is that I'm going to do to make sure that that doesn't stop me in my track. So first thing, look at my strength training. Yes, doing. Second thing, work with a myotherapist. Yes, doing. Work with my running coach. Yes, you know, easing back on my miles, taking the recovery, not pushing myself, not doing too much too fast. Yes. So those are all things that are going to help me eventually reach my goal. So, okay, <laughs> set constant goals. And the final thing, the last thing, number five, and this sort of goes hand in hand with the beginning of this episode. Number five, don't go it alone. You don't have to go it alone. I have found so many friends this year that I can't imagine being without. I, I'm going to go into a little, well, I'm going to go into the feelings that I've been having for the past couple months and, and basically why I've taken this time off. So some, some things have happened and it's left me feeling very lonely, very sad, very broken. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to recover. I still don't. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to be able to ever fully recover from what's happened. But that doesn't mean that I can't go on. And that doesn't mean that I can't keep living my life. Maybe it's not going to be as a fulfilled life as I would have hoped it to have been. Maybe that's what happens. But you know, without getting too too much into a depressing story, I know that I don't have to go through that alone. And I I have friends that I call family. And they are there for me every step of the way. And whatever your journey is, whatever your lot in life is, whatever you're going through, you need to know that you don't have to go through it alone either. There are going to be times in your life where you just feel that there is no hope of a reprieve but that's never true no matter what you're going through you can come out on the other side and it's so much better and it's so much easier if you have people to do that with 
And it's as easy as picking up the phone. It's as easy as going to an event like a park run, like I said at the beginning of the episode, and just finding those people. Don't go through things alone. And on the flip side, you don't have to go through the fun stuff alone either. You know, one of my one of the things that I found out this year was that I want somebody waiting for me at that finish line. You know, I was I was very lucky to have somebody very special come and see me after the Melbourne Marathon and I had a bad day. <laughs> the Melbourne Marathon this year was not well, in 2019 last year was not a great race for me. And I was so lucky to have that person stop by. And it made everything better. And I would have given anything for that person to be there at the finish line. But I know that I want somebody there at the finish line, whether it's a friend, whether it's somebody else. I I, I think that people should be there for the good things in life. And I think that that's an amazing thing. And I'm not saying that you should have to rely on that. I mean, you should be okay. You should get to a point, you should be able to get to a point where you're okay doing these things on your own for yourself and and being okay with yourself. I'm saying that I'm I'm at a point where I'm okay with that, but I prefer maybe if sometimes there was somebody else there. You know, having people around is a good thing. You have to you have to get to a point where you are comfortable being alone in your own skin with yourself. You do have to get to that point, but once you're there, having somebody else there can can just be a cherry on top of the Sunday. You just want to share your life and your accomplishments with other people and you've got to find those people to do it with. Don't don't go through life alone. Don't do it. It's not worth it. So don't go it alone. So those are the five things that I learned this year that I want to talk a little bit about. So number one, learn from others' experiences. Number two, sometimes you just have to start. Number three, the journey will change and that's okay. Number four, set constant goals for yourself. And number five, don't go it alone. So I hope that you've you've gotten as much out of this year as I did. And even though I didn't finish up in a good place, <laughs> at least I've finished up. And whatever happens in 2020 is going to happen. And we're all going to get through it together. Because, you know, there, there's two things that you can do Whenever, whenever something happens, whenever life hits you, is that you can give up or you can keep going. And to quote a film, there's a time when a man needs to fight and a time when he needs to accept that his destiny is lost, that the ship has sailed, and that only a fool would continue. And the truth is, I've always been a fool. So I hope that in 2020, you become a fool with me and just keep going. I hope to see you plenty in 2020. So that's going to conclude today's episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where I hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.